0: From the rugby field to the rotary shed, it's the Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. Jim Finlay, joining us with his weekly economic report. I'm getting tired of talking about rain in the top half of the North Island. Jim, good morning.
1: Good morning, Brian. We all are. But there's none, no rain here in Hamilton yet.
0: It's on its way, mate. <laughs> Batten down the hatches. <laughs> righty <laughs> The soils are saturated, though, aren't they? And they just continue to get beaten up.
1: That, that's the real problem that we've got, Brian, that, um, you know, with the soils being as wet as they are, with a little bit of wind, um, trees will fall over, and uh, there'll be a lot more slips and things that will take place, and, you know, it won't need a lot of rain, it won't even need torrential rain, I don't think, for some of that to sort of take place. So that's really what the concern is at the moment, that uh, we'll have some damage coming from fallen trees, roads blocked probably with it, and then some slips that will come when normally those slips wouldn't occur at the rain that we're expecting.
0: And the harvesting, it's its affecting the early maize harvest and even uh, I think something like a report last week, 60% of the maize crop in the Bay of Plenty has been lost.
1: That's um, the report that's come through and I've... Uh been over the bar a couple of times, and I think that wouldn't be too far away. But, you know, the, co- the contractors around the greater Waikato here are certainly starting to have some difficulties getting in onto some of the country. You know, the rolling stuff is very, very slippery. I've seen farmers still trying to top a few paddocks, and the tractors are looking a little bit unstable, but some of the flatter stuff is very, very wet, and those harvesters will get bogged.
0: Yeah, challenging times for farmers. All righty, well, we've got some good news on the dairy prices, but let's look um, at the uh, prices from the, the past week.
1: Right, we'll do that, Brian. There's been a little bit of upward movement in the uh, beef meat schedules right across the board, but but not much. Uh, Most of it's been in the North Island uh, because I suppose they're trying to attract stock off the farms where there's plenty of grass at the present time. But if we look at our 18 kg YX land, the North Island is up a little bit to $6.75 a kg, and the South Island is steady at $6.50 a kg. The 21 kg MX mutton in the North Island, it's up to $3.75 a kg, and in the South, it's moved up a little bit to $3.40 a kilogram. The P2 steer, the 270 to 295 kg weight range, is up a little bit to 5.75 in the North and steady at 5.05 05 in the South. The boner cow, the 160 to 195 kg boner, is $3.90 in the north and $3.70 in the south. The bull, the 270 to 295 kg bull, is up to $5.50 in the north and $5 in the south. Our venison is pretty steady, the 60 kg stag is $8.85 in the north. And there's just been a slight easing in the south down to $8.90, but it's still a very good price. Our dairy commodities have all moved up, and as you indicated earlier, the DDT this last week moved up 3.2%, which was um, very positive, And there was, um, was a big volume sold, which was even better still. So uh, butter was up 6.6%. Whole milk powder up 3.8%. Skim milk powder was steady. But, um, you know, they are trading into some difficult markets overseas at the present time. And Frontera haven't moved their farm gate price much yet at all. So we're just waiting to see what's going to come out of it by the end of this month.
0: In your weekly, uh, in your weekly newsletter this week, in your rant, you uh, had some comment about the latest farm confidence report, making for for sad reading, didn't you?
1: Oh, it certainly does, uh, Brian. You know when we look at the um, the way the farmers really kept the country running through COVID, and uh, um, it really showed how important the farmers are. But there's. Um, Sort of about 28% of the farmers think that they are going to be profitable. So that means that there's uh, a lot of them think that they're not going to be making any money at the present time. But there we were somewhere around about 86% of the 80, oh, sorry, 81.8% of the farmers were expecting the economic conditions and things to worsen over the next 12 months. They're not very confident at all about what's going on, Brian.
0: You've got a recommendation for a very very good read in your uh, in your rant this week. A book to pick up and read.
1: Yes, I have. I've encouraged people over the time to read um, Ian Primer's book, Green Murder: A Life Sentence to Net Zero with No No Parole. Um, I've got three copies that are out um, there, and it would uh, enlighten them a lot, people a lot, about the emissions trading scheme and about the Climate Commission, which is something that the farmers are very, very concerned about, about the taxes that are coming in there. But if people read the book they would find a lot of information there that would encourage them to get out and um, really knock the stuff on the head properly.
0: Here we are. The book is called uh, Green Murder, right? A Life Sentence of Net Zero with No Parole.
1: That's correct, and it's by Professor, um, Emeritus Professor, sorry, Dr. Ian Plymer. He's an Australian geologist, and he's done a lot of research uh, around the world on climate science, and he's also done a lot of the geology and is um, amazing some of the stuff. that you know, he used to be able to walk from Papua New Guinea to Tasmania once upon a time. So he's got all that in there. a long walk.
0: Hell of a long walk. Who would do that?
1: All those guys who do the coast-to-coast, Brian.
0: Yeah, probably. Jim, nice to chat, mate. Always good to chat. We'll talk again
1: next week. We will. Thank you, Brian, and goodbye to the listeners. One of the
0: scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to The Parenting Hangover.